Hey friends, I'm Becky Davidson, host of the Rising Above Ministries podcast, where we share stories of hope, inspiration, and encouragement from special needs families from around the world. You know, our team at Rising Above is busy right now making plans for By the Brook 2021. And this is our conference for special needs moms that we have hosted for the past 12 years. It is an amazing weekend designed to encourage moms who are raising children with special needs. And, you know, we have moms who join us each year who are just starting out on this journey. They maybe have just received a diagnosis for their child and they're just starting out. And we also have moms who join us who are caring for their adult children with special needs. So it's open to anyone, any female caregiver who is caring for an individual with special needs. Now, this year, like last year, the event will be virtual. So no matter where you live, around the world, you will be able to join us for this weekend that we are designing just for you. We're going to be releasing more information in the coming weeks, but for now, we want you to save the date. So save the date for Friday evening, June 25th, and Saturday during the day on June 26th. So be sure to mark that down and save the date and stay tuned because we will be releasing more information in the coming weeks. If you're listening to this podcast and you are a special needs parent, then you know firsthand how challenging and exhausting the special needs life can be. There's nothing like it. And it can become so easy to stay focused on the hard things and overlook the joy that can be found on this journey. And honestly, when we do that, it makes for a miserable existence for not only us, but for everyone else around us. And one of the things that I love and respect about this week's guest is that she has learned to see the beauty and the joy in the special needs life, and she lives it out every day. I first met Melanie when we were both speaking at a disability ministry conference, and I remember in that first conversation that we had, I was so drawn to her and the joy that overflowed from her life. And in today's conversation, we're going to be talking about that joy and how she learned how to redefine special as it relates to the special needs life. You are going to love her insight and her heart behind what she does. She has a devotional book that's available for special needs parents called Bundle of Joy. And you can learn more about that on her website, Redefine Special. And we will be sure to include information on where you can find the book and on her website in the show notes. Now, if you know of a parent who is struggling to find that hope and find that joy as they raise their child with special needs, Please send them this podcast. I, I know that if they will listen to Melanie and her heart and what she has to share, that they are going to be encouraged by what she says. And also, if you would please take a minute to leave us a rating and a review for the podcast, that's going to help more and more families find our podcast and be able to find this hope that we have found on the journey of raising our children with special needs. Now, I can't wait for you to meet my friend, Melanie Gomez. Hey, Melanie, thank you so much for joining me today for the podcast. It's so great to see you again, even though it's via Zoom. 
Yes, thank you. Same, Becky. Thanks for having me. Now, I know you are joining us today from beautiful Southern Florida, and I've got to say I'm a little jealous <laughs> because we have had snow and ice here and yucky winter weather, and I'm just like so wishing that instead of me sitting in my office here in Tennessee that I was there sitting across the table from you in Florida. Well, I do too, not only for the weather reasons, but I would love to do this chat over a cup of coffee. Um, but yes, the weather here is a bonus. That's a cup why we of live coffee here. sitting on the beach or maybe, yes. you know, <laughs> like some water or something sitting on the beach because we'd be at the beach. But yes, that that would be lovely. So I was thinking back to when we first met and I believe that it was at the Wonderfully Made Conference, Special Needs yes. Conference in Kansas City. And I remember us being down, I was with my team, and we were down in the breakfast area of the hotel where we were all staying. Yes, that's and we, right. Yeah, and we met you that day. And I just remember our team, we were drawn to you. Like, you just seemed so joyful and so... Um, just, I don't know. I just remember us, like we, us talking about that even later, just that, that what, how sweet and kind that we, your smile is beautiful. And we were just really drawn to you. And so I'm so glad that we're getting to, to have this conversation for me to get to know you even a little more than what I already do and for our listeners to get to know you. Yes. Thank you. That is so sweet of you to say. And I do remember that. And, you know, it's funny because you go to conferences like Wonderfully Made, where you meet all these other great faith-filled special needs parents, and that characteristic jumps out at you from so many, which is unusual mm -hmm. in our world, right? Yeah. I'm usually in waiting rooms, are surrounded by other special needs parents who are just so weighted down and burdened. So I love that. I love to be able to um, see and catch like-minded, faith-filled um, overcoming special needs parents. That is a treat. And you can't pick them out you can. um, from a mile you away. You can totally pick them <laughs> yes, out. You, you can, can pick out the ones who are overcoming. And mm -hmm. so I, I want to talk about that today and share um, for you to be able to share how you have gotten to that place of finding joy. And that's, we'll get further into that as we get in our conversation, but just introduce yourself to our listeners who may not be familiar with who you are and tell us a little bit about your family. Absolutely. Um, so as you mentioned, Melanie and I live in sunny South Florida. I live with my husband who I've been married to now for 28 years. Wow. And I'm the mom of two uh, young men, which sounds weird to say after being the mom of two little boys for a very long time. But my oldest is 23, Ben, and he is married and he and his wife are actually in Northern California at Bethel um, School of Ministry. Wow. And so my youngest, Nicholas, is 20, almost 21, and he was born with a rare genetic disorder. So 21 years ago, um, I received that life-changing diagnosis um, that most of us on this call, anyways, um, remember. Remember yes. that moment. It was 20 year, 21 years ago, but I remember it. Um, pretty vividly. So um, Nicholas was born with a rare genetic disorder. And um, that's where this journey kind of started and where my pursuit of what does that mean for me as a Christian woman, mm. wife and mom. Um, and so that's, that's sort of what got me here today. So how is his, your son's day to day life? What does his day to day life look like? He's a grown, you know, he's a young man now, close to my son's age, you know, and so what does his day to day, how has, has his life been in, impacted by this genetic disorder? 
So Nick's um, day to day right now, he is, um, he's in school right now as we're speaking. So he still attends school in the state of Florida till he's 22. Mm-hmm. So we'll talk about that again next year. Yeah. Um, but he has his, the greatest, the most significant impact that his um, diagnosis has on him is an intellectual disability. So he functions probably intellectually around somewhere around age three ish, mm-hmm. um, with some spotty highs and lows. He doesn't read, he doesn't recognize letters, he doesn't um, count or recognize numbers. So academically, um, still at the pre-academic level, um, social is his strongest mm. um, um, skill, and so he might rate on a social skill up to age five, which means he's super into friends. He's super into being um, kind and affectionate and um, being social is his favorite thing, which made COVID really, really hard oh, on him because yes. that's his strong suit mm-hmm. is being around friends and having fun and being silly. Um, he has some physical limitations. Um, so he can walk. Um, he can talk. His diagnosis, actually, um, part of his diagnosis was um, that he would not speak. Absent speech was, at the time, 100% of cases um, didn't speak. So Nicholas talks up a storm. Wow. Not perfectly, not, not grammatically correct, but he um, definitely can communicate. But there are still things that I do um, that every mom of a three-year-old does, like toileting or brushing his teeth or helping him with a snack. Um, So I find myself kind of in a limbo of a mom of a, and you're right, he is a grown man because Mm -hmm. he is six feet tall and he (laughs) weighs 160 pounds. And so I'm kind of in that interesting spot as our kids get bigger and grow up. Um, but are still in that same place of needing our help. Yeah. So that's that's what our day to day looks like mm-hmm. um, right now. Yeah. And it's so interesting, you know, as our chi- our children grow and change, we just every it's you know our, they get older and body their bodies grow up, but they're you know my son is the same way. He's he's like you know nonverbal and requires twenty four seven care. But you're caring for a man, you know, and mm-hmm. just the, the difference differences that come along with that. Um, but we just grow and change and, and, and change with them, which is how we redefine Absolutely. this life. Now, you Absolutely. have a website called Redefine Special, and you write about your life as a special needs parent. What parent? What are some of the topics that you cover in, on your so, site? So Redefine Special came from the point in my journey of receiving the diagnosis, struggling to understand what that means, meant, um, fighting back, honestly, um, with God and saying, this isn't fair, this isn't right, fix this problem. Um, And him being gracious and kind and leading me to understand that my definition of special or my definition Mm -hmm. of, of Nicholas's diagnosis wasn't the same as God's definition or understanding. And so redefining what special meant for me in my heart, in my mind, in my understanding, and then redefining what a fulfilling, joyful, purposeful life could look like for me. There was a big, big turning point in in me, a big turning point in my relationship with God. And so a lot of the things, usually what I even still today blog about, talk about, um, share with other moms is that shift of perspective. Yes. Yes. of what it means um, 
to live a life that has joy, what it means to have courage, what it means to have strength, to have peace, to, ha- to be an overcomer, as we talked about, and be a, a mom of a special needs child, a special mm. needs um, a- adult. So that's really what usually I share about is, is finding that perspective shift, mm-hmm. finding a way to look at it um, a little bit more through God's eyes yes. and his his um, wisdom mm-hmm. and his perfect plan rather than through my own limited, flawed um, thinking yes. of, of just a, a fleshly mom, right? And so that's really mostly um, what I touch on in almost everything I, I write or talk about. And I absolutely love that. And Jeff and I used to call it seeing the flip side. Yes, so seeing that's the flip perfect. side of of this life that you know, like like when John Alex turned sixteen, well, he's not going to get his license. He's not going to drive a car, but he's also not ever going to wreck a car. So you know, <laughs> yes. you can see the flip side. So, but I love this quote from your website. It's a little long. I'm going to read this paragraph, but it's beautiful, and it says. It's about your website. It says, this site is titled Redefine Special because that is where my journey took me. After the initial highs and lows and more lows of having a special child, a great hope, joy, and peace eventually broke through. It broke out in everything in my life. I truly had an awakening to what special is. It's not a burden to bear, a hardship to contend with, or even even something to just accept. The definition of special has been changed by our society and put in quote air quotes. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm mm-hmm. doing quote air quotes as I do that <laughs> <laughs> to be used as a euphemism for less than, undesirable, or outcast. My journey brought me back to the original true definition of the word extraordinary and particularly valued. That is beautiful. That is beautiful. And I love what you say there. And, and, you know, I would love for you to take a minute and to go back to those early days of when you first got that diagnosis. And how did you respond early on when you first found out about what, what your life, the potential of what your life might look like? Sure. Um, and it, and it wasn't that what you just read, that wasn't my initial response. And so I always like to point out to other moms, to other people I'm talking to that j- just because that's not your instant response mm-hmm. to God, that's okay. Yeah. And it definitely was not, I, if, if the most transparent I think I am is in saying that was not my initial response mm-hmm. or reaction. And I was really, um, I was really mad at God mm-hmm. and uh, just hundred percent so mad and a hundred percent knew he was my only answer. Yes. So trying yeah. to make those two things match, mm. right? Like mm. God is the only salvation I have in this situation. And God is the reason I'm in this situation. Like trying to match those things up were really tough. Mm. And so there were, you know, there were steps forward and then steps back. And and certainly early on, I would think, oh, we've had this great um, developmental step that Nicholas has made forward. See, we're going forward. There's no looking back. But you know what? The reality is, I'm 21 years down the road. There was, there is still going back, and there are still steps backwards. So I'm still every yeah. every so often I come up against something that I wasn't expecting, mm-hmm. that I don't think is what I would have chosen. Right? right? I'm, I I I face that situation still to this day. Um, so 
but now it's easier to remind myself and I'm quicker to remember. Mm. God has a plan. Mm. God's got this figured out. This is not surprising him. And so really figuring out how to use that perspective and trust him, I think, was the key in in coming over because those those early days, months, years um, were challenging. Were certainly challenging because it's not one diagnosis and then you go on oh, with absolutely. your life. It's right. it's moment by moment, week by month of new things that come up and yeah. new things that we just discovered that are lacking mm-hmm. or missing or not going to happen. Um, so it's a Journey is a word everybody uses, but it is definitely a journey with all kinds of stops and twists in the road and roadblocks, and then you got to go back and go around. Um, So those were the early days, and honestly, Becky, we still have those. Still find that we just deal with them a whole lot differently. Yeah, and that's what I was thinking as you were talking that you know you and I are twenty years plus down the road. I remember where I was in those early days, and you know where you were talking about trusting. You know, I think for both of us now we can say we trust God way more than we did in those early years. But we've had that experience of seeing God show up time and yes. time and time again. So I would say to that young mom who may be listening who's really struggling in that area to go, you know, Hey, it does get easier. It does get better. And, and you, that trust grows over time when you have been given those hard things over and over again to experience, that's where that trust grows. Yes, absolutely. You know, it's funny that you say it does get easier. And that is my message that I, 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 I try to extend to every new young mom who's in that place. That's so hard. But it's funny because the one time that I ventured out of writing and blogging and sharing on faith-based sites, and I was actually blogging for um, a secular um, website for moms of special needs, and I wrote a post um, that said, it gets easier. And I got crucified on that secular site, so much so that I changed all my Facebook to private and I changed, I mean, people really came after me. How dare you? It does not get easier. You ha- you wow. must have no idea. Life gets harder. Life gets more difficult. What about wait till your five-year-old turns 18 and is so big you can't carry him in the bathtub? And how can you say it's easier? And I really, oh it, was, it was eye-opening for me. It, it kind of freaked me out a little bit. But I realized, gosh, a mom doing this without God poor thing doesn't stand a chance because the truth is if I were to um, analyze for you and just take the data on how hard it is right now for Nicholas to be toileted versus when he was three, it is more challenging. Absolutely. How is it with my 50 something year old body and my back in my 30 something year old body? It is more challenging now. So it gets easier. I don't want anybody to misunderstand that it gets easier. I'm not saying physically, I'm not saying emotionally, I'm not saying any of that. But sister, you and I both know that God makes us be able to get through it so much easier and so much better. And it gets, it, it just gets easier whether or not that's the natural report. And I think that's, that's true for this whole thing. Yeah. I'm not talking about the natural report. I am talking about what I feel 
on the deepest, most intimate parts of my of myself, it is so much easier, and he will make it easier. And that is wow. I you know, and I think that is so true. I can't imagine going through. You know, I'm a solo parent raising my son by myself mm-hmm. and doing that without my faith and knowing I'm not doing it by myself because right. God's right there every day with us. And so, like you said, for those who don't have that hope, yeah, it's going to be, it's not going to be easier. Things are not going to be easier as your child right. grows. And, right. you know, we, we were talking about those early years when you first got that diagnosis and, and how you were handling that. Do you remember if there was a moment, if there was that aha moment or that moment where you, where you could look back and say, okay, this is really God's plan for us. Was there a moment when you realized there was a shift coming? Um, I remember a couple moments where people tried to show me that and I got really mad. At them. Mm. I remember um, speaking to a pastor once who I, I expressed to him how many times I had prayed for God to heal Nicholas and that I was just kind of tired of it. And so he shared with me a story that he had had dinner with some friends who have an adult child with um, Down syndrome. And he said, you know, those parents told me if we could go back and do it all over again, we wouldn't change a thing. And I remember thinking, oh, that's the most awful thing I've ever heard. How dare a parent say, I wouldn't want my child's life to be easier? Mm-hmm. What on earth? But here's what happened after that conversation. And this is, the, this is the moment I do remember that I drove home. Again, I was mad. I was mad at God. How dare that man say that? How dare those parents say that? But I felt so, so profoundly to say, God, if I'm supposed to, feel that way, think that way, see this way. Mm. I give you permission to start working on me wow. because I don't right now. Yeah. And so uh, that's the moment I remember. I don't remember the, the light switch turning mm. on and I changed my mind, mm-hmm. but I remember very specifically in an argument with God that I was having yes. <laughs> in my head, giving him permission mm-hmm. to change my perspective. Mm-hmm. And so that, I think, is a key for, for parents um, who are struggling to see this the way that you and I are talking about it, mm-hmm. seeing it as something that gets easier, seeing it as this beautiful journey. Give God, if, if that's his plan for you, mm-hmm. just give him permission to show it to you. And so that, for me, was the turning point, was just saying, I give you permission, yeah. change my mind, change my heart, change the way I think. And he did. And he did. And he, and did. he did. And it's amazing. And so when that started changing and started happening to you, then how did that affect everybody in your home? I mean, it, it, it absolutely affected everyone in my home and it, and it really affected everyone on the outside as well. That's when I knew, oh, I've got to share this news. Mm-hmm. And so that's how I went yeah. from a quiet, recluse, little siloed off special needs mom to mm-hmm. a vocal mom looking for other special needs moms to grab them by the hand and share my story with them. Um, it also, where, where it really affected, I think, was my marriage. Mm. We both had been in our own funky place of trying to figure out what was, what was going on. Men process that so much differently than women. So in a marriage, then you have these two opposite 
process is going on in each person. And so I think when I open myself up to God to start working in, that also um, created in me a more open space to accept my husband's mm-hmm. process where he was, accept yeah. um, how that how it was affecting our marriage and acknowledge that it was affecting our marriage mm-hmm. and acknowledge that that needed to be worked on, right? So once I figured out giving God permission to fix something in me, was the answer. Mm -hmm. Then I could say, you know what, God, maybe also you need to fix me as a wife. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Maybe you need to fix me as a, uh, as a friend, Mm because I'm not talking to anybody. And if people, nobody understands what I'm saying, maybe you need to fix me in my, in my extended family with, you know, parents or siblings, or again, people don't understand. So I'm not talking to them. Um, fix me as a wife of my typical, as a mom of my typical Mm -hmm. son, right? Because I'm focusing on my energy and I don't know what to do. So giving him permission to, to work in me instead of focusing all my energy on praying for him to fix other stuff, Mm -hmm. other people, other situations, Mm -hmm. it just sort of broke that off. And it, and it, it afforded me the freedom to realize that if, that all I need really is for God to fix me. And that's all I can control. That's all I need to worry about. And really, that's that that does it. That that is a good word, Melanie. That's a good <laughs> word. I'm gonna have to process that one through. That's that is that is so so good and so true. And um, so often we want to, like you said, we want God to go in and fix everyone else. When really, it's fixing in us what needs to be laid bare before God yes. and and let Him have His way. Um, it's hard to do sometimes, yes. but I, I see that you, you know, it, it helped you to come out to the other side to be able to have a whole new perspective. And, you know, something else I, I got from your website, it says that you love talking about surrendering our perspective for God's. So what does that look like? And then how do we go about doing that? Yeah, the surrender part, um, right? That word, everybody winces at surrendering my perspective surrendering that i have a plan for my life here's mm-hmm. what i want my kids to be like when they grow up here's what i want my marriage to be like when we've reached this many years here's what i want to do with our finances here's what i want to do in my career here's all any of those any of those personal um perspectives that i had I needed to make sure that I surrendered those and allowed God to show me his bigger plan. This goes beyond special needs, right? It goes Mm -hmm. to understanding that he created us for a purpose. And if the sooner we can say, okay, I want to, I want to be what you've purposed me to be. I want to do what you have purposed me to do. It's so much more fulfilling. It's so much more freeing, but also um, so much more um, life-giving mm-hmm. for us. And so surrendering all of those little, I, you know, I had that whole checklist that all moms have of, I want this and I want this and I want that. Right. And the moment I could, I could say, God, what do you want? Mm. If I can believe that your plan is bigger and better, then why do I want my silly checklist ticked off. Mm-hmm. Why don't I lay it down and and realize God's got a way better list full of blessings and things to pour in me and on me and through me if I can let go of my little checklist over here. Yeah. Yeah, and it's you know, you and I've been at this on this journey as you said earlier. Um 
for many years now. We're further down the path on this journey. And, you know, the, the reality is, yes, this life is hard. This life is cruel. There are things that happen that we would never think would be part of our story, mm-hmm. but they are. And we, everyone comes at the special needs life with their own lens and, and through their, their own experiences in life. And, you know, I know you have, and I have, we've seen moms who have struggled kind of like the mom, the moms you were talking about, who, who kind of came at you after you said what you said in, in that blog mm-hmm. post that it gets mm-hmm. easier. You know, we, we see moms who really struggle their whole journey raising their children with special needs. And then we also see those moms who are thriving and who are joyful and who are happy and who, who those are the moms I'm drawn to, you know, that Mm -hmm. I want to to get to get to know more and spend time with, you know, what do you think makes the difference between those two different kinds of moms, the moms who are just struggling and beating their heads against the wall. And then those moms who have truly embraced this life. I mean, I think the difference is um, really a lot of what we've talked about already, but it's really um, perspective. It really is, um, you know, do you remember, there's an old hymn that said, turn your eyes upon Jesus, look full in his wonderful Mm -hmm. face, and the things of earth will go strangely dim. Yes. Right? It's, It's what are you looking at? Mm-hmm. Are you looking at the struggle? Um, you can see a mom and know that she is beat down by the struggle. It's what she sees all day, right? So mm-hmm. I could look at the challenges, look at the lack, look at the things missing, look at what's not there, or I can intentionally discipline myself to look to God, to look at Jesus, to look in his face, to look to him for answers, look to him for sustenance, restoration, renewal. Um, anytime I, I get, I, I find myself looking at the circumstance, mm-hmm. looking at the natural report, looking at what's going on, I am going to, I am going to start, my shoulders will slump mm-hmm. and you'll, you'll see me in that same posture of defeat. But if I can discipline myself to have a perspective that says, I'm not even looking at that. Yes, of course, I see it. And yes, of course, I'm a mom who's on top of it all. Right. But it's not where my, my thoughts are. Mm-hmm. It's not where my heart is. It's not where my focus is. That is, on, um, that is on God. And that is on what he can bring to me. And so I think it's just that that decision. It's mm-hmm. a choice. It's a decision. It's I have choice. to re-choose it often, mm-hmm. um, even still. I have, a, I have a plaque on my wall that is right by my door that I go in and out of every day to my garage. And it just says, today I choose joy. And it truly is a choice. You know, that's yes. just a good little reminder really for me is. right there to go. You know, it, it mm-hmm. is a choice as to whether, like you said, what are we going to, are we going to focus on? Are we going to focus on the hard realities, which they are there. We are not saying they are not there. Right. We're, yes. we're not saying they are, you know, that that's not part of our life, but we are saying that because we have chosen the perspective of, you know, this is God, this is your good plan for us. I, mm-hmm. I love looking at my son and just the, I mean, he's never said a word, but he speaks volumes, you know, even though he's never said a word. And I know there's mm-hmm. things about your son. Had he been born typical, 
that you would have missed out on. Yes. Um, had our life looked different. And yes, you know, I think for me, I love what you said is it's choosing that perspective. And for me, it's like having that heart of gratitude. If I can look at a situation where I am struggling and, and, and I, it's so easy to see the negative, but if I can shift it and go, okay, God, I'm thankful for, and find just different things in that situation. That for me is one of the things that I do to shift my perspective. What are some other things that you do to help you shift your perspective? Yes. I, you know what? I think you nailed it. That's so that's what that conversation that kind of shifted me where there it was a family who said we wouldn't go back and change a thing. That is sort of the, um, I think that's what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Realizing that I should be, that I am so grateful and thankful for everything that God has walked me through. First of all, grateful he's walked me through it. And now I'm, I'm, I'm blessed. Um, the reason I think it's easier is because I can look back and see things that he has already walked me through, Mm -hmm. see scenarios. I I journal, I'm a journaler. I highly recommend it for no other reason than I'll journal um, what I'm asking and praying and begging God to deliver me for because it's so hard. I can't possibly go on. I love to look back at those Mm. and say, oh my goodness, a couple of years ago, I thought I was going under and I didn't. And the answer he brought was so much better than even what I asked him for. And so that I think being able to, you, you hit it, having that gratitude, but really I'm intentional about reminding myself what he has done, That's reminding good. myself. Like you said, when you look at John Alex, when I look at Nicholas, I am reminded, if I'll take that minute, of all the great things God has done in me, in my marriage, in my Um, my typical son, in my family, in my community, in my church. My goodness, people will come up to you and tell you stories of what spending time with Nicholas Mm, has done in them and for them and the gratitude it brings out in them. Um, So I think that reminding myself for me, Mm -hmm. because I tend to forget, my nature is to forget and just now there's this new thing and oh my goodness, what are we going to do? And I have to remind myself, gosh, God has been so good through all of this. He has been so faithful. There's never been a day, even if I thought I was going under when I actually did and he's brought us out. And so reminding myself is a big key in that. That's huge. That's huge. And you know, I, I, you were talking about people that are impacted by your son. And, you know, I have family members who even this week, they, they will call and they'll say, put, put the phone on speaker because they want to talk to John Alex and they will call him and ask him to pray for them about Uh certain things because they know that he will. And I, you know, Hmm. but the world would look at our kids and think that their life maybe doesn't have value or that it's not of worth, but we, because we've, got that godly perspective of them can see them and hopefully you know like our family members and others around them once they get to know them see them for the amazing gifts that they are and so I know your heart is like mine is like finding those young moms who are new on this journey who are just have just gotten that diagnosis and they're going how in the world am I going to do this so what do you tell those young moms that you encounter who are just starting out and who are, they're just swimming. I mean, they're just, they're just swimming through trying to figure out what to do and what ends up. 
Yeah. You know what I, I say, you're going to do it just one day at a time mm -hmm. um, and don't look ahead. Don't get so focused on drowning in an ocean. And, and, and God equipped me one day at a time with what I needed to grace me mm -hmm. through that day. Um, and so I encourage, I encourage young moms, newly diagnosed moms to just, you know what, one step at a time, you'll find what you need when you need it. Start now the practice of just finding five seconds, even if it's in the bathroom or the shower or whatever, to just ask God to help you and guide you and show you the answers, everything from, oh my goodness, we need a new um, we're, we have to see a cardiologist and I don't, I don't know how I'd find a cardiologist or where I would go or what they would say. All those little steps feel overwhelming, yes. but they're just, they're just little steps mm -hmm. and asking God to guide you through those. Don't look 10 years down the road and say, well, what am I going to do if he might need four surgeries between now and then? Just God graced me one day at a time. Day he day. never let me fall. Yeah. Um, and, and leaning on him, asking him to help, sh help me find the answers, show me the answers, bring alongside me the right people, bring alongside my husband the right voices. All of those little steps. Um, we just made it one day at a time. We yeah. took it one step at a time. Mm -hmm. And even still are taking it, you know what, one step at a time. I don't know what's going to happen when Nicholas is 22 and doesn't go to school. Yeah. You know what God has got God knows what's gonna happen mm -hmm. he's got the plan he's got the provision he's got it all there I'm not worrying about that I'm just doing today when he gets home from homework and find out what happened with um, a situation he's having currently at school that's what I'm gonna do today do today God is gonna grace us through it he's gonna make a way and just don't get overwhelmed it, it, it can listen they bring you a paper that's got your child's full life diagnosis for the rest of ever and that is just that's not how God does no. things, right? Look at manna. Look at the fire by night and the light by He takes us one step at a time. Mm -hmm. He knows what we can manage. He knows how to grace us for that situation. Um, and so I, that would be my encouragement was don't, don't drown because you're not in a big ocean. You're going one day at a time. You've got a sweet baby. Give that Love sweet that baby, baby a kiss. Exactly. Do what you need to do today. And then you wake up tomorrow and you'll do tomorrow with God. That's beautiful and a good word and so true. And, you know, it's so overwhelming to look, if you look too far down the road and um, all we have to do is today. We have to do today. And um, that doesn't mean that we're, we're negligent about things that are coming up. Absolutely. But, but, but the reality is, it's like, no, today, all I need to do is do my job here at rising above, go take care of my son. And then tomorrow we'll have, we'll present it at its own trials. And yes, it will. So yeah. you've been married for 28 years. That's amazing. Yes, yes so it is. That is amazing. <laughs> so what would you say has been the secret to the, your longevity in your marriage? So honestly, I, and I believe that my husband and I both now have the same answer. Our secret glue um, has been Nicholas. Wow. He has, and, and that's one of those things you said, look at the things God has done through your child. I would say that our secret clue is Nicholas. So where I hear about special needs marriages may be struggling more than the typical, which I understand and which my husband and I absolutely went through in the early years. But we soon learned that my husband's Tony. Tony and I 
had one thing in common with each other that no one else in the entire planet would ever have in common with each other. And that was that we were the parents of a one of a kind, unique person in Nicholas. And so where we would be tempted to, to grow apart, be pulled apart, we definitely went to marriage counseling in different seasons. I'm going to tell you, that's all okay. At the end of it, we would always come back to one thing we agreed on above everything else, which was Nicholas, our love for him, our desire for him to be his best, mm-hmm. to, to achieve what he needed to. And we knew that no matter what else, we would stay together and stay strong for Nicholas. Mm. And so I would say he was our glue, honestly. He, without him... I don't know if I would still be married 28 years. I will tell you that. Yeah. Uh, Because marriage is hard for anybody. Uh, You could have no kids. You could have six perfect kids. Marriage is not an easy place to get to 28 years later. So for us, Nicholas was absolutely our glue. Beautiful. And, you know, when that, but again, I think that's a perspective shift. Yes. To be able to, you know, if your perspective about your, your son had not shifted early on, you might not say that, you know, right. So again, that's the important part of that, having that perspective and seeing, seeing things through God's eyes instead of what the world would see. So yes, now you have a book that you have written called Bundle of Joy. So I would love for you to share a little bit about your book and where listeners can find it. Yes, absolutely. Thank you. My it's bundle of joy and it's a devotional. So I went through, um, I went through all of the kind of hurdles that in the early years, I kept jumping over the same hurdle, right? So fear, fear kept popping up for me and I would get over it, get over that hurdle, but something else would come out from a doctor report or a teacher or whatever, and fear would come back. Mm -hmm. So as God walked me through each of those, I kind of, um, I would, I was journaling as I mentioned. And so what I learned on each of those different hurdles, I sort of wrote out in a devotional format because there were key, key scriptures with each one. Um, and so I, I decided that if these have helped me and if I'm going back to the same scripture over and over and over again, there's probably another mom out there that could just use the help of me already having looked it up, mm. already having walked yes. through it. Yes. Um, for example, for perspective, uh, which is one of the devotionals, the scripture is, as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts higher than your thoughts. Now, I had to keep in the early years going back and going, where, is, where does it say that? And what, is, what does that mean? And so Isaiah 55, 9, so that's one of the devotionals. It's mm-hmm. just talks about that verse and what that means specifically in the life of a special needs mom and God's ways and his thoughts. And I just sort of talked through real honestly how that verse started to work in me and help me. So it's a devotional that goes through um, 14 different scriptures, 14 different hurdles, fear, disappointment, sorrow, anxiety, all of all you, you, we all know the list. I bet everybody listening right now can make that that special needs (laughs) mama list. I so Um, wish that i had had access to that when I was that young mama, because that's why I wrote it. Yeah. That's why I wrote it because I, I didn't back back in my day. I sound mm-hmm. old. I couldn't find that. I couldn't find. I could find a lot of 
secular advice on what to do as a newly diagnosed mom. I didn't find a lot of joyful, hope-filled mm. advice on what to do. And that, so that's what I wanted to be able to share. So it's on, it's called Bundle of Joy um, and it's on Amazon. You can find it on Amazon or Kindle. And so I know that that is is just a great resource for for any mom who's on this journey, whether you are a young mom who's just starting out or you're an, you're a mom who's been on the journey for a long time and you you need those reminders of God's truth. It's a truth, reminder. Yes. Know. Yeah, it's truths that many that that most of us know or have heard at some point, but reminding, right? I talked about that earlier, reminding ourselves really is a key. Don't don't think, well, I already I've already I've already read that scripture or I already know that, but how does that apply? I I have to remind myself a lot. Uh, of his goodness. You know what? The Israelites had to do it. How many times yeah. did they forget and they had to be reminded? reminded. So yes. If they did, I need to be reminded yes. too. Yes. And so f- you can find it on Amazon and then your website is Redefine Special and right. people can go and find uh, more out about you there and yes. learn more about your family. And Melanie, I just thank you so much for taking the time to, to share from your heart today. It's such an important message for all of us to be reminded that there is joy on this journey. Yes. Thank you so much. I appreciate it, Becky. And I appreciate your ministry um, and your by the brook. I, I know the what I, I had followed Jeff's blogs for mm-hmm. years and had read them. Um, and then when I saw by the brook pop up, I knew you and I were the same um, of the same mind because reaching out to those moms Absolutely. in that place is is um is so special and I appreciate that so much about your ministry. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. And we do our heart is just to help families um know how to navigate this journey. That that it can be done with joy. It can be done, yes. And and it doesn't have to be, yes, there's gonna be hard days. We don't deny that, but there's also so many days of joy if you can shift that perspective. And so yes. um I love that about your heart and your work and what you do. So Thank you so much. And I can't wait for us to have a conversation face-to-face. Yes. <laughs> you know, I might just have to come down to the beach to make that happen. But, you know, we'll see what you we You are can officially do. invited. Thank come on you down. so <laughs> Thank you, Melanie. I'm so grateful for you. Thank you for listening to the Rising Above Ministries podcast. If you like what you hear, please take a minute to leave us a rating and review. This helps others like you find our content more easily. You can learn more about how Rising Above Ministries is encouraging the special needs community by checking out our website at risingaboveministries.org or by finding us on Facebook and Instagram. We look forward to connecting with you.